Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. It is always great to see you. This episode is brought to you by Zabel Apparel Company. You guys know the drill. It's freezing cold out now, especially that game on Sunday. Go to Zabel, get your Browns gear, S-Z-A-B-O-Apparel.com. This week, Raw and I are going to recap our time at First Energy Stadium for the game on Sunday. Talk about the upcoming bye week, the Muni Lab payphone. Let's go. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. Whatever you want. Oh, Kevin. Happy Friday, Eve. Happy baby Friday, as some people say. Happy Friday, Eve. We're back. We're back. I'm ready to pod. I'm in a potting mood right now. Zero pod 30. Zero pod, pod 30. Pod o'clock. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, welcome back, loyal listeners, to the Dogs of War podcast. I'm your host, Raleigh, along with my beloved co-host, Kevin. Wow, you finally brought us in. Baby steps. Without being cute. I love it. Rome was not built into a day. God damn it. You know what I meant. Are you sipping? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? You're on the brown liquor? I got, yeah, I got some yak. But I forgot I have my Cleveland whiskey glass, too. Free ad. Oh, man. Didn't even notice that. Look at that. Free ads left and right. I'm drinking uh, a Coors Light. All right. All right. Uh, uh, let's start off with a happy birthday for Odell. Happy birthday, Odell, the big 2-8. 28 years old. Does it ever make... So I was thinking about this the other day. If we were in the NFL, you're 31, right? 30, 32, thanks. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm about to be 32. If we were in the NFL, we would be at the twilight of our careers. And that thought made me kind of depressed. And I texted a buddy who played college football at Miami. Like, Jordan, do you ever get depressed? Thinking that if we were in the NFL, we'd be at the end of our career. He goes, no, man, because if we were, we'd be getting our pension. And that, for some reason, made me less depressed. I don't so, know. So it's funny you bring that up because I was talking to a good pal today about the two goats, Brock Osweiler and Sam Bradford. <laughs> they are both now, I think they're both officially, well, Brock's officially retired. I'd safe to say I think Sam Bradford's officially retired. Uh, you know, their careers were both very, very different for a lot of different reasons. But at the end of the day, the Brockett ship is retired and he's our age or younger, by right around our age, with over $40 million that he's made in his career. Sam Bradford, he played in like 80 some NFL games, I believe, you know, under a decade in the league. He made over a hundred million, I think it was in his career. Um, and now, yeah, they're our age and sitting with that, hopefully they they spend it right or saved it right. And yeah, now what do you do? That's well, the IRS that gets you, Kevin. A hundred million, it's more like 55 million after taxes. But those career earnings, like some of these guys, it's just incredible money. Yeah, well, honestly, been NFL players. I I always look back. I, I threw up. I was like the one when I was playing in eighth grade. It's like I was the quarterback, and it was such a useless position. None of our receivers could catch. I couldn't throw, but somehow I managed to throw a pick six, like <laughs> to their DBs, but. Looking back, I should have applied myself, and we could be having that yacht money conversation amongst ourselves. Thankfully, so, we have a podcast, though. That's we just have a podcast. Good. We have our podcast to fall back on for our millions. Uh, very, very weird week, to say uh, the least. 
Are, are we talking uh, a weird Browns lot, game? Weird... No, we're going to get into the Browns. Before I get into the Browns, and this is not – we have made many promises that we'll never, ever get into politics on this podcast. Uh, but it is election week, and we'd be silly to completely ignore it. I just want to say one thing. I don't care what side of the aisle you sit on. I don't care who you vote for. The way I was raised, and I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but for me personally, asking someone who they voted for was the same as asking how much money they make a year. It just blows my mind how so casually people just go up to you nowadays and just go, oh, yes, what are you doing tonight? Oh, yeah, who'd you vote for, by the way? Wait, you just, what? Where are you raising a barn? I mean, again, maybe not. I no disrespect to anybody who doesn't agree with that way, but I just, I always thought that that was the rudest thing you could ask somebody, really, just as much as how much money they make. Uh, that was number one. And number two, this is easier said than done, of course, because it's kind of a, a big problem everywhere right now. If someone, because you keep reading these articles about families that are split apart because half of them vote for Biden, half of them vote for Trump, and now they like don't talk anymore and they're all like all the news places have been picking these stories up you got some serious problems if you judge someone solely for who they vote for in an election am i wrong um let me think of a appropriate rebuttal i think you're right in many areas i actually when you talk about asking people how much money they make I don't think you just go up, hey, how much money do you make? But if you're close friends with somebody or you know what line of work they're in and you're looking for like a career advice and you're trying to get an understanding of what you're worth, if you're asking that question, not so much to keep up with the Joneses, but if you're trying to apply that to a positive part of your life, you know what, maybe I should take my talents elsewhere because mm-hmm. I don't know, it's so companies they don't just give you raises for showing up they almost make you force their hand by a, looking for a job elsewhere and if you're trying to get a feel of the market this is economic as shit right now but i'm okay with that yeah same thing with voting if you're if you're just going up to a stranger or someone you barely know and you're asking them with the sole intent of judging them or making an argument i think that's kind of whack <laughs> that's what i mean so i'm, I'm going to walk this back a little bit because i i understand that i don't i i haven't been in everyone's shoes i don't know different perspectives of different races and, and you know female and all this stuff so i can't i i guess i can't say you know you can't judge someone hard on who they vote for because i guess it affects people differently they see it as kind of a personal attack if family or friends don't agree with them but just, I'm just saying, like you just said, like with like a stranger, for example, just to write someone off instantly because you think or know that they may or may not be voting for this person in this race or whatever, I just think is a shallowness we have to get beyond in this country and sit down and understand why they like or dislike this person, why they have this opinion. If you still don't get, a, or if you still don't agree or whatever, that's fine. You don't have to like that person, but there's just, there's no respect anywhere on either side. That's the key word, in my opinion. No one, the the respect is so far gone and it's so sad. And this is both sides of the aisle are very much at fault here. Um, So yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. Uh, We're not a political podcast. uh, Duh. Um, 
but I just had to get that. That was my rant. I've been ranted in a few weeks. That was my rant for this podcast. That, that was a yeah, let's cheers to a pretty good political rant. I think that's a good take. Sick Go take. Browns. Go Browns. Yeah, we just all need to come together, whichever side of the aisle you voted on as Browns fans and Fuck the Steelers. Let's go. Speaking of both sides of the aisle, let's get into our beloved football team right now. Yeah. So you like that lead in? Yeah, that was a sick lead in. We're on fire right now. We got podcasts, economics, birthdays. People were talking crowds. about people were, you know, some of the the very far one way or the other side people. Everyone's talking about, oh, there might be a civil war either way in this election. I'm thinking, I don't got time to worry about that because one, that's not happening. And two, I got a real civil war happening right now in my own damn city of Cleveland, Ohio over our football team for a lot Amen. of things. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I didn't even, this week has been so dominated with everything political. What is the media saying about that Browns game? Like my, my, my take on it was that weather was insane. Yeah. Like, I was freezing my ass off and it, it was like uh, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. If you haven't heard that song, look it up. It's sick. We had to sing that in grade school. It's one of my favorite songs ever. Um, Baker threw 12 for 25 yards with, there were like six dropped passes. So I'm like, wait, we got, we got to, but we, let me, I don't want to interrupt you, but we got to set the table first before we talk about those stats. Because like we said last week, if you didn't listen, Raleigh and I were both in person. We flew to Cleveland for the game. Uh, shout out to our friends, no names, uh, who were very hospitable to us before, during, and after, uh, you guys are simply incredible people, but being at that game. And now, granted, born and raised in Cleveland, you know, like, that's not a surprise to see that weather. But when you're sitting there, I watched the, the first quarter up in the 500 somewhere with my pops and brother. Uh, it got to a point where it was so windy and raining and hailing so hard, you just start laughing hysterically because it's so absurd, the weather that was happening in that stadium, in, the, in Cleveland, excuse me on the great shores of Lake Erie, and you're looking down, you're just like, all right, no one's going to make a pass, a kick. Uh, it's going to be just on the ground the entire game. And that field goal, that the wind took that one. You've seen the replays on Twitter now. Of the, the first one that – I mean, that's my that, drive off the tee. That hook <laughs> straight right – or straight left, excuse me. Oh, my goodness. If you haven't seen that yet, look that up. That the, was – The Raiders kick. Yeah, that was incredible. The wind took that and just 90-degree angle, boom. It was incredible. <laughs> so once you saw it, you're like, all right, this isn't um, – but just go – sorry, you're reading out some stats. Go ahead. But I wanted to set this here. People that, like, were just reading about it, and, like, it was the most absurd conditions I think I've ever personally been in for a football game. Now, I, I was uh, looking up this DM. I'm going to read it here in a sec. But oh boy. I remember watching that kick because it was like from the side angle from where we were sitting. Yep. And you, you couldn't really tell. And I was just laughing to myself, <laughs> that kicker sucks. And then you watch the replay and you're like, like you said, that thing sprayed so hard left. It wasn't even funny and still hit the upright. But this guy, kid, DM'd me. Hey, so I went to my first ever game at First Energy Stadium, and is it normal for shit to just fly on the field like that, or was that just a one-time thing? Oh, I forgot about that. You saw, like, T-shirts and garbage bags, and I think, like, a couple cows came through. Like, things it took were- me back to Bottlegate. <laughs> like, it took me I don't back think- to Bottlegate. There's a, there's a chance that that was the most stuff that's been – now, this time it was unintentionally put onto the field since Bottlegate, maybe. I'm probably exaggerating, but that's what we do here. Yeah. Um, but, but to talk about, you asked about what the media was saying. 
I haven't read a whole lot into this game, to be honest. Of course, I listen to the radio shows and I see some of the, the neutral reporters and national reporters' headlines. The, some of the bigger takeaways was we need a hell of a lot of help on defense. And it was just people were – the national guys and the local people, too, were just a little baffled at you knew what the weather was going to be for the most part. Not You knew what the weather was going to be. as Cleveland and Lake Erie. You knew that Oakland – Oakland, I did it again. You knew the Las Vegas Raiders were going to run the ball the entire game, and that looked like it was news to our defense. Um, and it wasn't like – what is it, Josh Jacobs, the running back? My yeah. Man. He wasn't, he wasn't running down our – he wasn't – He wasn't going – no, he didn't take off any, like, 80-yard, 90-yard run, anything like that. But it was just – I just kept coming and coming and coming, and we just couldn't figure it out. Um, and so that, of course, you know, led to uh, a reason why we lost 16-6. to six. Um, I don't put – I can't really put anything on uh, Baker. I mean, come on. Literally could barely stand up in your seat in that stadium with that wind and that rain. I'm not expecting people to be able to throw. Um, certainly not expecting Cody Parkey to make any field goals. And of course, once again, all my all the Chicago people come out of the woodwork like "Told you so, Shanks." I'm like, first of all, Parkey was my nightmare years ago before he came to Chicago. So don't you dare talk to me about my nightmare. I'll fight. I'll protect him in that sense. Uh, number two. Like, they, they, there's nothing you could do. I mean, I, we're not – some analysts would be like, oh, no. In that weather, um, it'd be different. And, and another thing, too, I'm saying is people are like, you know, we miss Chubb. Uh, you know, Reem is good. But, no, Kareem is incredible. But what makes us with the best backfield is when you have those guys trading off so they don't get worn out by the second quarter. Um, so, yeah, having Chubb – Teller's, a big, Teller's a big part of that, and too. Te- oh, big time. Teller gone, Hooper gone. That's too – incredible blockers uh and without arguably the best running back in the league you know things are different um you know we're missing a lot of good starters right now a lot and the one thing I love the most while that is a fact and that does very much play a factor into how teams play us and how our performance comes out the Browns whereas managers players coaches of the past would have used that as an excuse if you watch the press conferences like I do, because I am a loser and nothing else to do, they don't blame any of the injuries on anything at all. They, they, they own it. They say it doesn't matter who's out, it's next man up. We could have uh, the best or the worst team in the world, and we expect to still win every game. And that's the attitude I have, and that's what I love about this team finally. So that's my long summation of the game. Uh, you know, this was Stefanski and a lot of these boys' first real Cleveland weather game. Um, that was so, real, real Cleveland weather. That's, I mean, that, that's as we haven't seen as, that shit for years. No, no. But that being said, um, I mean, now you, you know what it is now. So moving forward, um, and I know they will. Stefanski's not an idiot. You know, they're going to have a little bit of a different game plan with that kind of situation moving forward. Um, but no, there's nothing you can't put it on Baker. You can't put it on it. We're missing a lot of pieces, and it just wasn't our day. But what kills me, what I will say, is that was the Browns are the better team. I know you can say point at the scoreboard and yeah, we lost, we lost, but it wasn't any bullshit penalties. Wasn't any of this, that, but we lost, but we should have, we, we should have won that game, but we're better than that team. Yeah. It's, it was, uh, I don't know if this is weird or not, but there were like five or six dropped passes, which I'll never like, I don't know really how to say 
the receiver wants to catch the ball. The receiver didn't catch the ball, but it was like dispersed evenly amongst Jarvis, Najoku. Um, where was it? Who, where were all the drop passes? There were some other guys in there. Uh, fumble, right? Our a Teller's fumble. No, uh, um, no. Uh, excuse me, uh, Brian's fumble. Harrison Bryant's fumble. He said on the radio last week that he's never like seen snow before. I guess that was his first taste of cold. And you got to remember, remember, our team is like 99% Bama and LSU boys. So, you know, they're still here's, getting used to this. Here's my hot take. Here's my hot take. We're five and three, baby. Five and three through the bye week. And that's let's, another thing, too. Let's heal up, get healthy, and finish strong the second this is half. Perfect timing. We've never had better time for bye week because Wyatt and Chubb, they're not guaranteed to come back for week 10, but they're right there. Um, Mac Wilson took his knee brace off yesterday for the first time. He's been playing with that thing on and having that thing on 24 seven. Um, he's clearly not a hundred percent. Um, there's going to be a lot of Ronnie is starting to look like he's coming into his own, uh, Ronnie Harrison. So, oh, he almost had pick six. Yeah. So and we're all over the place right now. I will say the, the one drop that Jarvis had in the end zone when he got sandwiched, uh, he and everyone will tell you he's the toughest guy on the team, like tough as nails. The coaches say, the players say that. Uh, I know this goes without say, but I would have been buried 10 feet below the ground if I was hit like that in that end zone. That was incredible. He just popped right up. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. No, it's uh, – I thought he was – I saw the hit, and I'm like, he's dead. He's yeah, dead. It, no it one was, can survive that. It was a tough loss, but, you know, it wasn't a demoralizing loss. No. No, 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 we, no. We have the ever-coveted bye week for our guys to get healthy – Gonna have a lot of bodies coming back. I think Keller might be coming back. Hope he's coming back soon. Hooper will be back. Whoever's gonna be back. Hooper's but, practicing today. Yeah, he's back. And down with the play calling. There were no plays where I was like, oh, that was just a stupid play call, Raleigh. You should have been in there calling the plays. It's like, no, it's a this organization's nah, going we can in the right talk, direction. We can have another another talk about that on defense. But yeah, I'm with you. So yeah, all in all, good things. Should we uh, play that muni lot payphone? We got a couple. Let's do it. Thanks, as always, people that call in the Mini Lab Pay Phone. For those of you that don't know, we post a number in the description of the episodes on Instagram at Angry Browns Fans. It is a hotline that is open 24-7. We just want you to call in with your takes, your opinions, your thoughts, anything. And the Mini Lab Pay Phone is the name of it because we would hope that you are in a similar state to what you'd be in if you were in the Muni Lot before a game. Let's get into it. week yes sebastian the uh unpaid intern uh obviously big fan of page but what i just want to say is uh any anybody who's upset about a uh, five and three record at this point in time with all the injuries we've had uh I, I don't, i'm not sure if they're a real brown fan i mean i'm honestly very very happy with the record we have right now we're still in the playoff fight uh kevin stefanski is an excellent coach baker I mean, he just threw for five touchdowns the other day. I mean, the weather is horrible in that game. Other stuff, scratch it away. We have a very bright future. I think this might be the year. Super Bowl this year, Super Bowl the next year, Super Bowl the year after that. Let's go, baby. Bounce confirmed. Bye week. Thank you for those who called in, particularly Sebastian.
the young unpaid intern who is crushing it for us right now on the Twitter machine. Uh, yeah, Dogs of War Pod on Twitter. Give our guy a follow. He's legitimately the best. He's the, it's the best Browns Twitter account on the internet right now. I'll go at anyone on that. Come at me. We got him a uh, unpaid intern T-shirt to pay for his services, kind of. But thank Sebastian, you, Sebastian. You're worth every penny. <laughs> uh, speaking of killing it, Raleigh and I were invited on to the Nobody's Podcast, hosted by our friends Annie Wilkinson, who's been on this podcast before, and her best friend Bryce. Uh, it's called the Nobody's Podcast because they, they call themselves Nobodies, but in this particular episode, they had the two biggest Nobodies, us, on their podcast. For this but they called us the Somebodies. Which is, yeah, that just, they must have got, someone paid them or something to do that, I think. Um, maybe our moms, probably our moms. Uh, so give them, if you don't follow them, it's Nobody's Pod on Instagram, the Nobody's Podcast on all streaming platforms. Check them out. It is I love this. I love this as a podcast because I was telling when we met them over the weekend or in person, I just said, you guys have incredible chemistry on this podcast. And I think everyone would enjoy it. And before we sign out, uh, I appreciate all of the unpaid intern application emails that we've received. Still have not responded to them. We're sifting. coming. We are figuring out a way to get everybody involved. So keep them coming. If you haven't sent an email out and you want a part of the team, Email dogsofwarpod at gmail.com with a list of your skills, and we will get back to you. If you don't want to be an unpaid intern, but you want to help the podcast, give us a sick five-star review on Apple Podcasts and bully your friends and family and loved ones to do the same thing so that we can get that yacht NFL money. Yeah, and if we get the yacht, you guys are allowed to come on. Too. Yeah, have, like we, listener parties. So We will remember who wrote those reviews when we're on our Lake Erie yacht. Indeed. Well, that does it for this week. Short and sweet. We're heading into the bye week. We are off this weekend, of course. We'll be back for week 10 next week. Good night, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs>